This is Defending Potential, the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania podcast. We discuss our mission to create and support one-on-one mentoring relationships that ignite the power and promise of youth. I'm Dave Kaharchik, and in this edition of Defending Potential, the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania podcast, we're going to talk about a very unique program in the community called Bigs in Blue. So we've got a lot to talk about with law enforcement, uh, bigs, littles in the community, and how it all comes together. And we have a few guests to join us today. First, Brenna Courtright, who is the program specialist at Big Brothers Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania, based in Monroe County. Also, Chief Jennifer Lyon, who is the chief of police of the Stroud Area Regional Police Force. And Ken Gustafson, who is a board member and former big and mentor. Thank you all for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Thanks a lot. Brenna, let's head over to you first and, and kind of give us a little bit of a background on this program called Bigs in Blue. It's a really unique way, I think, to to take um, community leaders, combine them with Bigs, Littles, and, and kind of bring everybody together and, and help out the youth of our community. Tell us about the program. Absolutely. Um, so like you said, this is a chance for us to work with people that really have a huge influence in our communities these days. Um, so the Bigs in Blue program is a version of our mentoring program. Um, that lets us target local police departments, school police departments, and some of our school resource officers to become volunteer mentors and be matched with youth in our communities. Um, They're still able to have the flexibility of the community-based program or choose to do a site-based program, depending on what works best for them. Um, And that just means that they can either take the children out into the community to do activities together, or they can meet up at a specified location, such as a school or a church, Um, once a week to do the activities together and a a big brother's big sister staff member can be there Um, so they have the flexibility of either option Um, but you know we just get to work with the law enforcement officers within our community to kind of bridge that gap and have them influence the children within the communities. I'd imagine Brenna having the positive influence on on a child like say a chief lion or or some of the other folks that you work with. I mean, that's really got to be very inspiring to some of these young people who are looking for a little bit of uh, leadership or guidance in their lives. Absolutely. Um, You know, we have a lot of different bigs with a lot of different perspectives and occupations, and they bring a lot to the table. And I think that targeting the local police departments brings another aspect in when looking at it, especially with things that are going on um, in today's world. I think that this is a good opportunity for the law enforcement officers to be working so closely to really um, influence and inspire young people within our our neighborhoods and our towns. Chief Lyon, let's uh, talk to you now. And and how does it feel for your officers uh, when they get to go out, they get to spend some time with with some of the the children of the community? I'd imagine it's got to be pretty rewarding for them to be involved in the Bigs and Blue program. I, you know, as police officers, the typical response you get from a cop when you ask them why they signed up for this job was to help people. And so often today, our focus is on enforcement and uh, doing that line of things. This is the most rewarding thing we do. And, and officers absolutely love it. Our department, right from the beginning, uh, and this is due to former chiefs we have had here, have had strong community relations uh, throughout our entire jurisdiction. Uh, You know, we've been a community-based organization from the get-go. We have SRO programs. uh, We do coffee with cops, all kinds of community-based groups. And it's because our officers love it, because we want to truly know our community. I mean, you have to know your community in order to fix it. 
and we want to understand our community 100%. So the Bigs and Blue program just adds to what we're already doing here. Um, we're super excited about it. It's another one-on-one relationship tool we can put in that we get to work with the kids. We get to mentor them. And it, it's just great all the way around. Chief, you probably see uh, you know, a lot of good things happen when, when community leaders, when people get involved in the lives of children. So it's got to be such an important thing for a child to have a relationship with, with a positive role model. So that, that's got to be a great thing, being able to see these kids grow up in the community, get involved back in the community as they grow up, uh, you know, due in part to these efforts that you're making. Uh, absolutely. I, I was a school resource officer myself for five years, and I can tell you today, and it's been uh, eight years ago or so since I've done it, I still have children who are now grown adults reaching out to me to let me know what an impact I had on their lives that I didn't even realize the extent of what I had done or my relationship with them and, and saying that they would never forget that relationship how many years ago. And Ken, you have very unique experience yourself. You were both a big yourself for a number of years. You also served on the board of Big Brothers Big Sisters for 10 years. Uh, talk a little bit more about the importance of community-based programs like the Bigs and Blue to Big Brothers Big Sisters. Uh, sure, Dave, would love to. Um, yeah, so I was a big brother for six plus years. My little brother graduated from Stroudsburg High School and, and we're still friends today. And you know, I think just that the, the fact that I've had the, the opportunity to see it from the other side, to be a volunteer, to help out. Um, the other thing that's great, though, is I've had the chance to see Chief Lyon and her team of officers uh, work in different aspects of the community. Uh, both the chief and I are involved in an organization called Monroe County United, where the officers are actually involved with seniors in high school and juniors in high school, you know, kind of talking to them about what it's like to go, one of the examples I saw, go through a police stop. But the whole point that the chief was making is you could just see the relationship build between her officers and the students and how you started to, to do this bridge and you bring people together, especially, you know, like like Brenda had mentioned, the times that we live in are a little bit different now. And um, so for us as a board member, it's, it's great when we're able to go out and we're able to partner with different organizations, uh, being able to partner with law enforcement on the program that uh, the chief and and, and Brenner working on the Bigs and Blue program is great, but we have other partners that we've, you know, we've done some work with. And I know uh, Brenna is working now with uh, Pocono Services for Family and, and Children, which is our Head Start program up here, where they, they'll have littles at their sites that will be able to bring volunteers in to work with them. So I think the more partners that we're able to bring into this and to help the youth in our community in different ways, it's just a, it's a, it's a plus for everybody. It certainly sounds like it. And, and Brenna, speaking of partners, I know that you're working with Pleasant Valley School District in Monroe County on the Bigs and Blue program. Talk about setting an effort like this up. It's got to be, I guess, challenging at first, but I'd imagine once you get everything rolling, it's got to be very rewarding to see uh, this Bigs and Blue program come to light. So one of the, the differences with working with some of the school police officers is that you have to go through the districts themselves for approval. Um, so that can be a little tricky, just getting the you know, getting in contact with the right people and making sure that you get everything approved before you go ahead and just start matching the volunteers. Um, but after you do all that behind the scenes stuff, it's actually kind of the same as if I were to go out and recruit volunteers from any other organization or a business. Um, I had gone in to speak, you know, we were kind of doing a hybrid model with the schools here in Monroe County. Um, so I went in on a Wednesday when there were no kids in the school, and I pre presented an orientation session to them 
Um, and that just allows them to learn about the program and see if they're interested in this. And, you know, like they've already mentioned, um, Chief and Ken, like some of these partnerships just seem so natural because they're already helping um, kiddos in the community. They're already working to help people. So this was just one other thing that they seemed it just made sense for them to get involved with. Um, so when working at the school, they're already in the middle of working with the kids and, and having those relationships. But having a match with one child allows them to take a child that might need a little bit more one-on-one -on -one attention. Um, and they can do things like help them with their homework. They can eat lunch together. They can, you know, go to the gym and shoot some hoops or, you know, play catch or something like that. So they're already helping so many kids, but this allows them the chance to work with one a little bit more closely that may need a little bit more attention or just somebody to, to spend some more time with them as that role model. Um, and one of the nice things is that our, our program is a strengths-based program. So, you know, if you as the volunteer have some really strong points to you, we will look at what the kids need help with and we'll see how you can benefit that child. Um, so it's not, it's not just first come first serve um, in a sense, it's more of like if you have common interests and common hobbies that you want to do, but you also have things that can really benefit that child, then that's why we would match you guys together. Hey, yeah, Dave, that would be. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave. If I could piggyback on what Brenna said, going back to my experience, I I think that the 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 work that she does and her 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 colleagues is great because I always tell people it's really like Match.com, and um, you know what she's doing is she's taking a look at the interest that I had as a big brother and some of the apprehension I had because I was a little bit older of a big brother, and uh, you know working with the families and and the and the kids to make sure that the, the match between the little and the big is beneficial to both and, and, and to the family as well, because that's sort of the third partner in this. So, so I have a, you know, so much respect for the work that she does and for, and that her team does and that, you know, any of the volunteer, anybody that's thinking about being a volunteer, um, you know, really should, should step up and do it because I think that a lot of the, the, the things that might be in the back of your head about helping and working with youth, I think they do a great job of trying to, you know, make, make a lot of those things go away, those barriers go away so that you can have a, you know, a friendship that, you know, over time builds into this, you know, partnership with your little where you're able to work and help each other. And, and Ken and Brenna, just to add to what both of you are saying, I think by, you know, matching the, the, the adult volunteer with the child, the person you call the big, with something that they're interested in already, it's got to make that bond, that relationship uh, develop more naturally because you're not, you know, you're not volunteering your time doing something that you may not be interested in, kind of forcing it. So I'd imagine by, by having the natural interest there, not only to help the child, but maybe in, in some sort of common thing that both the little and the big enjoy, it's got to allow that relationship to flourish a lot easier and a lot faster. Right. And that's one of our goals is to kind of alleviate um, any possible obstacles that could pop up. Because if you think about you as an individual, like your friends group, you have friends that you naturally kind of, you, you guys mesh and you guys have common interests and things that you like to do. So when you go to get together, you look forward to that time and you look forward to the activities that you're going to do. Um, and it's the same thing with the matches. If you have a big brother or a little brother um, or a little sister and you guys have nothing in common, um, it's going to be a lot harder to be excited to get together with them. And it's going to be um, it could be like pulling teeth trying to, you know, 
get together with them and find a common ground. Whereas if we kind of do that work for you ahead of time, then you can kind of jump right in and have those commonalities so that you don't run into like trying to sit there for 20 minutes and try to just find one thing that you guys can have in common to do together each time. You know, while we're on the subject of relationships, uh, Chief Line, you know, I'd imagine to, to have the officer and, and the child interact and to have them maybe kind of bond over something that they find interesting, that they have a unique moment. It, it's got to show that the child, as they're, they're growing and developing, that, you know, hey, cops and, and police officers are there as more than just enforcers in the community. They're community leaders themselves. They're there to, to provide positivity and, and really togetherness in the community. Well, and, you know, we, we want kids to understand that, that police are a positive presence in their community and we're, we're here to help them and not just an enforcer, as you just said, Dave. Uh, the important thing f- that we found with children is that we're people, too. Uh, we're not just police officers. We're not just the uniform that they see. We're not just the, the badge that we wear. Uh, that's where these relationships and these mentoring things are a phenomenal phenomenal way for us to get to know the community because it shows community members and, and children that we're people too, that I, I have children at home. I have a farm. I have a dog. I raise cattle. I have chickens. Uh, you, you know, w- what our hobbies are, what our interests are, it puts a person behind the uniform. And, and that's exactly what we want our community to know and, and our children especially to get to know us. And that's what forms those relationships. And that's what forms the trust. And that's what leads to these mentoring programs being just so phenomenal. Ken, you know, a couple of years ago, things kind of changed. The role of the big change to uh, defend and ignite the potential of the youth in our community. Talk a little bit about that change and, and how you feel that that has helped the whole process in developing matches, relationships, and and these positive partnerships we've been talking about. Well, I, th- I think for me, Dave, uh, one of the things that's been really interesting is it, it helped focus, you know, what it is we're trying to do. Like my daughter would always tell me, uh, you know, you're not your little brother's father. You're his big brother. And I think when we started talking about, you know, defending potential, igniting potential, like any good coach, like I played sports through high school, coaches are mentors, teachers are mentors, chief line and the police officers, they're mentors. So we have mentors throughout our, our, our lives in different roles. And I think what this did when they, when the Big Brothers Big Sisters National kind of made this change, it really allowed us to to dive in to say to to bigs like me, hey, listen, this is really what you're trying to do. We know that these littles have a lot of potential, but you know they may have been dealt a different set of cards than maybe your own children were. And what you could do is you can kind of step in and you can be that positive adult role model that will kind of help them and guide them and give them confidence and you know, maybe, the, you know, be that friend because Brenna's right. I mean, this thing turns into be a, a great friendship. Like my little brother, Nate and I now, we're diehard Steeler fans. So we're excited about this weekend, even though we're not in that traditional big little relationship anymore because he's now 21, you know, we're still friends. We still have that bond and uh, we can still relate. And, and it's really about, you know, encouraging it. Just like he encourages me, I encourage him. And uh, one of the things that I learned doing this a long time ago, Dave, is, and I think this is where Chief Lyon and her officers are going to be really beneficial, is a lot of kids, they tell you, they, they, the first thing you have to do is gain their trust. And a lot of that is about the, the time investment that you're willing to put in with them. And so a lot of times I say, well, how do kids spell trust? And it's T-I-M-E. And so I think when you build these relationships and, and you know, Brenda and her team, they're coaching up the bigs and they're trying to help us be better in the role that we have. I mean, I think, I think all of that comes together nicely and that we're able to work with, 
you know, and again, we're not trying to save these kids. These kids have a lot of potential. We're just there to kind of guide, you know, to be the guide like uh, uh, Obi Kenobi or whatever with uh, Luke's, Luke Skywalker. That's what we're there to do. We're just there to help and guide. Well, a lot of good information we're talking about so far. And, you know, we have covered uh, in this Defending Potential podcast and it's early stages here, we're only a few episodes in, but we've certainly covered the the importance of mentoring, that that adult mentors, uh, what, what are called the bigs, are definitely needed in the community. There's a lot of kids waiting to have that special relationship that, that Ken, you talk about that you had with your little and, and still maintain that relationship to this day. But what about the, the Bigs in Blue program itself? I, I'd imagine, and this, this could go to Chief Line or Brenna, that, that you'd probably want to get more police departments involved across the area and, and maybe, you know, talk a little bit about that. And, and then maybe Chief Line, you could talk about how, how easy it, it was to get involved in this program and to execute it with your force. Um, so I want to just, I want to start off by saying like, we're just getting this going. So there's so much potential, not only with the kids, but you know, with our program and growing the program with this initiative, um, you know, these are only with the school uh, police department at Pleasant Valley and working with chief Lyon at Stroud regional, you know, we have so many other departments that if we can work with these two departments and show that this is really beneficial for not only the, the children, but the officers as well. Um, my hope and goal for our agency would be to have this, you know, in each area of the county, because I think it's really necessary. Um, so, yeah, we're starting off, you know, a little smaller with just targeting one or two departments. But, you know, I'd love to see it if it flourished to a point where we had, you know, Pocono Mountain um, departments involved and, you know, the state police involved. I would love to see it because I think having you know, all different aspects would, would be great. Um, and we have so many different areas in Monroe County that, you know, the Stroud Area Regional Department isn't going to be going up to some of our areas, just as, you know, we have people that cover the community of um, the West End where Pleasant Valley is, but the school police officers aren't going to be going out to the community. So um, it just allows for a lot of growth and um you know, across our nation, we see Bigs and Blue programs taking off. And I think that's, you know, just because of some of the things we've already touched upon. And um, if, if they can make it successful across the country, I think that that's a good goal for us is to, you know, strive just like they did. And, and I think it's worth adding, Chief Line, uh, you know, as I mentioned earlier, a little bit about how it was for you to execute this program with your force. Was it something that was fairly easy and straightforward to integrate in with your officers? We're still in the process of that, Dave. So uh, working with Brenna and we're getting that rolling out now. Um, just to piggyback off of some of the things she was saying is I know when I was contacted first about this, I was very excited about the program. Uh, it's another tool in our tool belt to get in with our community and mentor kids one-on-one -on -one and, uh, help people. And, you know, we, we are the change we seek in life, right? So this is just one more thing that all of us can do to make a difference in the world. I think it's important too to like have these agencies and the departments involved to kind of flip the script with how things are going these days. And, um, you know, how Chief had said before, it's important to show that there's so much beyond the badge um, that our community needs to see. And there is, and you know, we work with we work hand in hand with the Pennsylvania State Police, with Pocono Mountain Regional Police, with Pocono Township Police, uh, you know, with East Stroudsburg University Police, 
And all the departments in our area are truly community policing organizations. Uh, they all currently do programs. I can't imagine that once this gets going with all of us, that they aren't going to be jumping on board also and participating in the program. Uh, just the benefits that we will see from this is just going to be great. I mean, mentoring is just such a powerful tool to build relationships and understanding between youth and law enforcement, uh, help strengthen the community. And, you know, I know we already have a strong relationship with our community, but it's the long-term commitments like these uh, that we see as the benefits years to come. Well, we have covered uh, quite a bit in the past 20 minutes here. So, so much to learn about if you have some interest. First, the Bigs and Blue program itself, whether it be a school district getting involved or additional law enforcement police departments as the program continues to roll out. Of course, uh, you know, Ken talked a little bit about his experience as a, as a big brother, as a mentor. Um, you know, so if you'd like to get involved with the program, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania, as a volunteer, as a mentor, or of course, sponsor, we always could use financial support, especially during a tough time like this. Let me direct it to our website. It's bbbsnepa.org. You can get uh, the potential um, contact information and phone numbers if you'd like to do it that way. We also have great social media pages. Message the social media pages if you're interested in getting involved. And got to give a, a shout out to our producer, Dan Kimbra from Park Multimedia. He does a great job putting these podcasts together. It is an effort of the marketing committee of the board of directors of Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania. So we're very excited about this avenue to, to have passionate discussions like this out in our community. And certainly we appreciate the time of uh, Brenna Courtright, who is program specialist of Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania in Monroe County. Chief Jennifer Lyon of the Stroud Area Regional Police Force, and Ken Gustafson, who is a board member and former big brother and mentor himself as well. Uh, I'm the host, Dave Kaharchik. Again, for our producer, Dan, for all of you that are here joining us today, we appreciate it. And thank you all, Brenna, Chief, and Ken, for, for your time today and offering your passionate opinions on Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania and the Bigs and Blue program. Thanks for having us, Dave. Yeah, thank you, great. Dave. Thank you so much, Dave. Thank you for listening to Defending Potential, the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Northeastern Pennsylvania podcast. For more information, visit bbbsnepa.org or check us out on social media.